Yeah, can't be bothered with that. Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Unbothered Brothers. It's KG. It's your boy Phil. And we have a special guest with us today. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Kenidra. Okay. okay. And thank you for having me. I listen to your show and I enjoy it and I've learned a lot. And I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, excellent, excellent. We try to bridge the gap between men and women, especially giving a safe spot, a safe place for men where we can express ourselves without, you know, being ridiculed. It's almost like locker room talk. And we're inviting you to the locker room. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Yep. So to start off, the first couple of topics that we have are going to be handling criticism, uh, deal breakers, and then quote unquote good women. Because we hear a lot about how many good women there are nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, but first topic, handling criticism. And we're going to touch on Kevin Samuels. Oh, yeah. Oh, got to, man. He's a legend for that. Yeah. But how to give and receive criticism. Like, in regards to the video, we've all seen it and how he's, um, his situation with that young lady, average at best. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know her name, so I'm not trying to be facetious when I'm Mm -hmm. calling her average at best. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it seems like it's more anger coming from women on how he gave the criticism as opposed to um her receiving the criticism mm-hmm. so what do you think your thoughts on are on that are you asking me first yes um so i do watch kevin samuels and you turned me on to kevin samuels because at first i was like three hours good read but as i started to listen to it i actually enjoyed the content mm-hmm. and one she called the show for feedback that's what she wanted when she called in mm-hmm. so she asked him specifically for his advice and when you and she said she was a fan of his show. So number one, when you're a fan of his show, you know how he gives that feedback. Mm-hmm. You know how he gives that criticism. So it's possible that when you call him, he's going to give it to you the same way he gives it to everybody else. Sure. Straight talk, no chaser. So that's the first thing. If you don't want advice or feedback like that, then don't call a show like that where that person has been known to give feedback like that. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with him kind of throwing his tantrum at the end, talking about you broads, you know, y'all need to get off my phone, get the F off. <laughs> to me, that was unnecessary because you, as the content creator, you know people call into your show and you know what kind of questions they ask. So it's up to you to have the patience with the people who are supporting you and not act like that. So I don't agree with that. Um, she did rate herself a five. And he asked her, what would you rate yourself? And she said, five when I wake up and six when I put myself together. So that's how she felt about herself. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I feel like if she hadn't given if she hadn't given herself that rating, I think he would have pushed not pushed her to give that rating, but pushed her to be honest about herself. Yeah. Like, like, come on now, you know yes. you ain't no way. Come on now. <laughs> and, um, you know, unfortunately, the world is superficial. The way the world works is you are you are graded on how you look. People look at you and they make assumptions about you. Um, in this case, the audience is men because she's asking for advice about men and how to attract them. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying is, if this is the type of man that you want, be aware that they usually get with women who look a certain way. And if you don't look that way, you're probably not going to get that type of man. That doesn't mean you can't get that type of man. That's the way I see it. But if you look at the data, what it shows, you don't typically see men who look like this or men who have six figures or whatever it is with quote unquote, five women. Mm-hmm. You've been in the world, what has been your experience? So the way I took it was, 
whenever I listen to things like that, I look at my own experience. What have I seen? Who have I dated? And I look at men that I've seen with women. And I have not typically seen, and I don't know a whole bunch of high value men. I'm looking at entertainers, athletes, things like that. I haven't seen them with quote unquote average women. I have not seen it. Unless they started out with them. Right. But then even when they start out with them, they end up losing them all the way. They end up leaving sometimes because now they make enough money to get what they want. What they really want. Yeah. So it just, you know, we want to be honest and have an honest conversation. That tends to happen. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they stay with them and they ride it out all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's like, well, I always wanted this type of woman and now I have access to her. So now I'm going to go for what I want. I got to go. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't dis. I don't want to say I disagree with how he said it because he's a straight to the point type person. And I like when people are straight up with me and tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. But um, she asked for advice. And when you ask for advice, particularly if you're asking for how men see things, they're not going to tell you how they see things based on how women see it. They're going to give it to you straight. And yeah. that's what I took from and people are upset because they feel like, oh, he should have given her better advice about how she can improve herself. Oh, he shouldn't have said it like that. But he's saying it the way he sees it. And when you call in, that's what you sign up for. So that's how I see that. Um, that doesn't mean she can't, like I said, go yeah. out and get with the man that she wants. But be aware that when you're doing that, this is how people are going to see you. Some people, not all. Uh-huh. Some people are going to look at you first based on how you look. M- most men don't approach you like, oh, my gosh, she has an awesome personality. They look at your face and they, then they look, they, you know, scan down and see if the body matches up with the face. That's yeah. just been my experience. So when they look at you, they're like, oh, she's cute. I'm going to approach. That's usually what I've seen. Yeah. Men I mean, are visual creatures. Yeah. I mean, she was average at best, you know. And, and so here's the thing, though. Somebody may not think she's average. No, no. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Somebody else out, may think she's Someone cute. out there thinks she's the world. Hit, hit. Here's the way I look at it, at the way express. When you go to McDonald's and you get a breakfast sandwich, um, they make eggs either the flat way or scrambled. Mm-hmm. If you go there saying you want your eggs over easy, mm-hmm. and I say, hey, if you don't do it like that, hey, man, why don't you date along your level? This is our level, this, that, and the third. He kept explaining it, kept explaining it. And then while well, you said the end part, because he says in another video, he was like, y'all hit me up upset about one end, and then y'all trying to say I cussed her out. He was like, I use broad, I use damn as a, you know, and he then he said, he said man at one point. So. Yeah, he did. And at the end, he told her, you know, get, get that off all. my yeah. phone, which I don't, I don't think you have to say it like that. But yeah. to your point about staying in your lane, I have had female friends who don't like when men say stay in your lane. And I, and I said, I stay in my lane. And here's what I mean by that. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you're familiar with the Park Nightclub in DC. It's an upscale nightclub in DC. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Park and 14th. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Went there 10 plus years ago. Big deal to me to get to go to the park because it was you know I heard about it whatever. So a girlfriend of mine, we go to the club and I'm excited to go. And I start looking at the men that come in beautiful men. I mean black men, tall, you know, put together. Me with my natural hair. You know, slim, but I don't have all this going on in different areas. Thick, I don't have all that going on. Those men were not trying to talk to me. They were going for with the women with the longer hair, lighter skin, um, full package Thick type. Butt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's when I learned that certain people have a type, and just because I don't fit that type doesn't mean I don't attract men. Yeah, it's true. just I don't attract those men. That's not my lane. That's not my area. That's how I see. It. I do have one quick question. Though. Sure. Do you think you would you could find love in the club though? 
at the when in my twenties, it was a different. That's okay. when I went. Now, no. But okay. when I went, you know, you of course as a woman, you go somewhere like that and you see men hollering at women, you you wonder why you they're not hollering at you. Yeah. But no, you know, I don't feel like. Yeah, you know, I mean, to the club, it's it's. it's oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, you come for you, a different reason. You get you get hit. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nah, if I meet you at a book club or something like that, that's cool. We can progress from there. But at the club. So what you're saying is you go to different places for different purposes. Yes. Okay. Strategies. Okay. You know, I'm not going to a church. You know, first back. You know, Baptist Bethel church talking about where the hoes at, where the ones out. Nah. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know um, but I think that there's a certain truth in what he said, and that realization typically hits women um, when they travel. Because I, I never get out to a feel about the story. Um, I used to do work in a hotel, mm-hmm. and a couple of girls went to Miami, mm-hmm. and they was upset that they had to wait in line to get in the club and this and mm-hmm. that. And it was like, yo, that's the realization that you're you're you can be a, a ten in Baltimore, which they weren't. Mm-hmm. You can be a ten in Baltimore, mm-hmm. but yet in Miami, mm-hmm. you're hard too. Which means that's subjective. Yeah. So again, that's you know, depending on who is looking at you or what environment you're in, that's subjective. Like Kevin Sanders was on a um, interview with some guys in Miami a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, "This is South Beach. This is one piece. Uh, this is two piece town, not one piece." Like when you go to South Beach, yeah. that's what you expect, right? Everybody walking around with bronze bodies and two pieces and everything like that. That's not to shame people who don't wear two pieces. That's not yeah. what we're saying. But typically, when you go to that environment, that's what you're going to see because that's what it is there. I remember when I went to um, Florida, and I, I went to South Beach a couple of times. A lot of like sandwich shops with like healthy foods. It wasn't like Popeyes on every corner. It's mm-hmm. just a different dynamic because of the people they cater to. Oh, that's a good part of Miami, though. South Beach. That's how you know. What? South yeah, Beach? I no, well, so I give the example. Uh, I joke with a lot of coworkers about this sidebar. Um, I say, mm-hmm. I know I live in a good area. I have like three, four Chick-fil-A's and Starbucks in my area. So that tells you, I, and they didn't believe me. And then I showed them a map of Baltimore and I put in Chick-fil-A. And to the right of 83, you saw all these Chick-fil-A's, Towson and all, mm-hmm. east, you know, east, east Baltimore County. You saw all these Chick-fil-A's. Nothing in West Baltimore. I was like, now watch what happens when I put in Popeye's. I put in Popeye's? Everywhere, bro. Everywhere west of 83. Rice's Town, Randall's Town, yeah. West Baltimore. It was, and that's just how it is. That's just how it is. My sister put me on that. But the thing is, uh, we we notice a lot of women can't handle criticism. And when it comes to guys handling the criticism, it typically seems from guy to guy is one thing, you okay. know. Mm-hmm. But from opposite sex, it feels like it, it comes off more as an attack yeah. when it's said to us. So yeah. how would you like for a woman to give you feedback? What would be the most productive way for a woman to give you feedback about something? You can pick anything, but what would be a productive way with a conversation is two way and you don't feel attacked? The t- uh, the tone. I think yeah. the tone is the most important thing. <clears throat> when I have the, we'll talk about later in this episode, talking about a good woman. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, you know, what makes a good woman? And women say superficial things. And then I say, well, you know, I interject with, well, that doesn't necessarily mean you. Well, what makes you a good man then? That tells me right then and there, you're coming, you're not yeah, coming righteous. She, she came defensive. Yeah, yeah you're, you're coming to attack. So when criticism is there, mm-hmm. you know, like with a certain somebody, you mm-hmm. know, who made a statement, she, oh, well, we seem very bothered in this and the third, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. 
when those type of statements are made and you can tell it's coming from a place of you're hurt by what I said and you feel the need to attack me. Okay. Misery loves company, hurt people love hurt people. Okay. So you feel the need to attack me. And it's like, I listen to your criticism. If it's true, it's true. Okay. If not, it's not. I had a, a psych nurse um, I'm cool with. She said, oh, I can tell you're judging. I'm like, yes. I'm not, I'm not even going to deny that. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that's one of my flaws. I'm working on it because I have an issue with let me get your name and number if you need you. You turn me down and you later want to come back after, you know, with your, with your boatload full of kids and whatnot. Okay. And, you know, looking like you coming from a transatlantic state. And now you, know, you want me. Yeah, and now all of a sudden you want me. And now I'm a bad person if I just hit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're supposed to accept me okay. and all my flaws and all that. And I'm yeah. like, I am accepting you for your flaws. And by accepting you, I mean I don't have to yeah. be with you. But you also don't have to have, and we've talked about this, KG and I have talked about this, just because you can hit doesn't mean you should hit. I agree. I, you yeah. know what? I'm learning that because I think at one point, I'm, I'm still a young man. So you're, like, you're, you're you, you got, yeah, you, you guys, look, like, I mean, I'm 27. I'm turning 28 in March, right? Okay. And uh, yeah, I feel like I was in that mentality where it's like any chick I met, I had to do it. Like it had to happen. Completion Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, it, it was just, it, it's like you ever play Xbox and you get the achievement unlocked. It was like, oh, he hit that shorty achievement unlocked. Like, I, it, it, was, it was lit. It was lit. Like, I, I felt like that's what it was. But as I'm older now, I'm, I'm just like, yo, like certain jumps, or it don't even have to be like certain jumps. Sometimes you can just tell that you and a person aren't going to mix like that. Okay. Right. Like, you can see where it can get cloudy, you can see where, you know, it's just going to be a no. You know then it's like, you know what, the headache isn't worth mm-hmm. the oh sex. God. You know what I'm saying? And there's a couple of chicks I noticed like that. Like, they're beautiful, um, but I just know it's not worth it. Like, if I if I chase or if I pursue or, or she's targeting me, like, I just know it's not worth it because it's just, it's just not going nowhere. But as far as criticism, um, like like you said, I'm, I'm Tone is everything to me. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as you give me the right tone, mm-hmm. and you can give me concrete examples of okay. where I've been yeah. wrong, I have no problem listening to that criticism. Okay. But I think a lot of times when people give criticism, mm-hmm. they're too quick to attack, mm-hmm. right? And so that's mm-hmm. where some people come off defensive, mm-hmm. and then they feel like, oh, you, you just want to attack me. And it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not really the case. It's just so much that, you know, people just come off in a certain way. They feel like when you're giving criticism, you have to be, you know, assertive and, and mean about it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, it's all yeah. tone. I it think that, I think that's a step similar to, mm-hmm. to Kevin Samuels when he says, mm-hmm. hey man, why don't you get on the level? Mm-hmm. And then he gets a point, all right, bro, you know. And think, yeah, he was, he was hard on that one. I think it's your intent as well. Yeah. So I, I agree with the tone, right? So mm-hmm. if, you, if you come at me guns blazing, then it's, it's going to be a shutdown. Oh, yeah. So that's the battle. Um, but I also think that you have to think about what is my intent? Why am I giving this feedback or criticism? Because yeah. some people don't like criticism. Um, so feedback, however, you, we, we are educators. So a lot of times when you're talking to kids, you might yeah. not say criticism. You might say feedback yeah. um, or adjustments that you need to make. And so it's like, okay, so what's the intent? What what are you trying to get to? Do you want to see a change in behavior? Do you want you and this person to relate better? Like, what is the point of you sharing this information? And that's that's one yes. thing I've had to yes. to deal with myself mm-hmm. um, in relationships is okay, because I was not good at this, and that's how I learned that this is not how you do it. 
Um, so I had to learn like, okay, so what is the end game? Like, what's my intent? Am I trying to communicate better with this person? Do I want us to have a better relationship? So that's the way I need to approach it. And what I find is when I used to come at, well, you always do this. You always do that. It shuts the, the whole conversation down yeah, because yeah. there's no one that always does something. There's some things that people do well, and there's some things that they don't do well. But it's not like, a, oh, are you always doing this? And that's just how I used to come at it. So what I've learned now is to take the one situation, because men are like, why are you going all the way back to three months ago? Because it's showing up again today. But you have to be clear in using what's happening at that particular situation and focusing on that. And that's something that I was not good at that I had to learn how to do. Like, okay, so yesterday when we were doing such and such, I had a problem with such and such. Not, you don't have to call me back. I mean, you know, you have to be, you have to be clear about what your intent is and focus on the issue at hand. And that's something that we don't always do. And sometimes too, it's a thing where you know, if if you don't like the way I did something, or like 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 let's say for the calling example, you don't call me every day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, yo, like when you give me that feedback, I can relate to you and say, you know what. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I have this going on. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm not with you, um, you know, I'm doing work. Like I'm a manager here. Or, right. You know, I'm doing right. other stuff. So I'm right. I'm constantly on the move. But because you told me, I'm gonna make a, a better effort. Right. Um, some people, it's like they'll tell you that, and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, and they won't even let you like explain yeah. what's going it's, on. It's this uh, ultimatum. <laughs> yeah, it's like either call me every day or this is you're like so. And I got a perfect. I, I rewatched uh, Why Not Get Married one and two, mm-hmm. okay. and in part two, when uh, Jill Scott's character was with the new guy, mm-hmm. and he's laying there ups, upset in bed, something on the mind, and she was like, uh, "Well, if you don't want to talk to me, you know, I'll leave. If you're trying to push me away, this and third, and his thing was, you know, I'm not trying to push you away to leave. And which I know what he was doing was actually one of my original weaknesses. We talked about weaknesses mm-hmm. on earlier episode. When I say I can get into a solid treatment mode, mm-hmm. and the thing is, it may not be because of you. But then he, by the end of the movie, he says, yo, we're going to have our ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I learned you got to sometimes say, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Like how, you, how Phil just said, you know what? I understand how I'm not calling. But you're not going to ultimatum me. Well, if you don't call yeah. me, then I'm going to do this. That's yeah. a bad way of, for me to, to, well, that's a bad way for you to give criticism. Correct. So it becomes, hey, you know what? It's not you. I know. The way both of our signs work, mm-hmm. Aquarius and Pisces, we enjoy moments of silence to where it's just like, okay. you know, people, oh, why is your BG&E so long? Some days I'm here, I keep my lights off, I just go lay, lay down in bed and just meditate. relax. Yeah. And it's not me trying to ignore everybody, you know, I, we just value our peace. And that nothing to do with you. Okay. Yeah, because with me especially, I, I tend to take on the emotions of everything around me. Like, I, I'm a very, I feel my environment. Mm-hmm. So wherever I am, I take on whatever's around. So if it's like a lot of worry and chaos, mm-hmm. I can feel that. And so it just naturally comes on to me. Not saying that I'm acting like that too. No, but I can just feel it, mm-hmm. sense it. And it, I just, it feels, I can feel it on my body. Mm-hmm. So there's times where I just need to decompress. Mm-hmm. I just need to get away from that. So when I when I do get my chance of solitude, mm-hmm. I take it seriously. Okay. And I think sometimes people don't understand that about me. So people be like, yo, like you you went four months without talking to me. It's like And guys, we're to be better at that. Well, you're the expert on you. So it's exactly. to you to communicate that exactly. to other people because we're not gonna know that. Exactly. But the other thing to that point about the communication piece is that we're not really taught how to communicate, especially not in relationships. Oh, yeah. 
So you show up to these relationships and you're like, I don't like you, you like me, let's do it. No books, no blueprint, nothing. Just full-fledged emotion, whatever you bring to the table. Who's teaching you how to communicate and show up in relationships, yeah. being a communicator? How can I communicate with you? How can I love you? How can I? How can we make this work together? It's that simple, but no one does it. Everyone just expects you to know. You know what I mean? It's right. like, and that's you know, when you explain that to people, when I talk to people, oh, you see my relationship, Google, no, no, no. It's I paid attention enough to know. Mm-hmm. No, I, if if you're 27 and you've only had the the British sites, you know, the Velcro sneakers, how can you be mad that I don't know how to tie my shoes with shoelaces? Correct. I was never taught. I was never taught. You know. So then that's. A plus that you're paying attention, right? I learned from making the mistakes over and over again that this is not how you communicate with a man because the shutdown happens and then nothing moves forward. Nothing moves forward. So I had to learn from trial and error of doing it wrong. That's how I learned it. And then when you have a breakup and then you go and actually pay attention to people or you listen to people talk, like listen to you all talk or the roommates podcast, things like that. I'm like, oh, that's why that didn't work. But you sometimes when you're in it, like they say, you can't see the forest for the trees. You're just like going full speed ahead. Look, you're going to listen to me. But that doesn't work. But sometimes when you're there, you don't realize it doesn't work until you're not there anymore. Correct. So that's just how that's been my experience. Uh, I'll I'll touch on this uh, because my father and I, when we had one big law argument and horses were raised and all, no, no disrespect, no name calling. I never do that with my father. Horses were raised. We ended up hanging up on each other. He calls him back 20 minutes later. All right, now that we got that out of system, can we come back and talk? And that's when I realized my strength in debate arguments is when I stay calmer. Because now I can focus more on the topic at hand and not, you know, I ain't take the trash out, but you ain't wash the dishes. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, you know what? My bad. I I, I stepped my mind. I mean, I was living my back when I was living with my mother, I was so tired. Like I would put the trash out Thursday morning, even though it comes Friday morning. I was so tired and sick one Thursday. I, when I say I slept the whole day, no school, no work, I slept the whole day. Mm-hmm. I woke up Friday, 8 o'clock, and went to put up. Trash comes like 5 in the morning. I put the trash out, what you call it, 8 o'clock in the morning. And my grandmother comes out like, trash day's Friday. I was like, I know. She said, no, no. Today's Friday. And it took me a while to register. Like, oh, I forgot to take out the trash. And I called my mother. was like, hey, you know, my bad. She my mother was like, no, you 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 usually always put out the trash, I, but I came home and I saw you were in bed, not no games, nothing. You were in bed, not. But she understood in that instance, like this is something he always does. He slipped up one time. I don't even gotta remind him about this. So she assumed positive intentions. Is that and that's one thing that we have to do? Assume yes. positive intentions yes. before you go in, and it it takes time to get there. This mm-hmm. is not something you're born with. Right. So, um, but that is one thing I've learned. Assume positive intentions before you go in. On top of that, too, we're always talking about the negative, right? So yes. quite naturally, that's going to hit your brain first. You're going to be like, oh, this is my plan. Oh, they trying. You know what I'm saying? They trying. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, like, try to assume positive And just me personally, I'm a, like I said, I've always said this. I'm going to continue to say it. I, I flow, like. I'm always in a flow state. Whatever you give me, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to take it for what it is and, and I'm going to move with it. Um, I'm not going to try to overtake or, you know what I mean? I'm just going to go with whatever's going on. And, I, I, you know, a lot of people don't even do that. Yeah. Because nowadays with the way 
I guess black men and black women are nowadays. It's like, and it's not even our fault. Everyone's trying to fight over who's the leader in the yeah. situation. And it's just like, yo, like, why can't we just do this together? Like, why does it have to be this, this big divide? Um, yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate. And then the sad thing is if we work together, how much more powerful we can be. Because I, I say that all the time. I was like, the, the 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 plight of the black man and woman is neither of us of our faults. Because historically, we were brought over here by slaves. Correct. You got to think the, the first real representation we saw of black families on TV, uh, not the Jeffersons, the uh, Dynamite, that family. Oh, um, um, the oh my goodness, you know, Florida, yeah, and, James, um, James Evans. Good times. Good times. Yes, it was yes. good times. And then after that, but the first, and that was just a regular black family. The first successful black family we saw, the Cosby's. Yeah. So you relate everything to them. The only thing I would say, you know, criticizing that show I didn't like was they really didn't have any issues, like major, major issues between them. And I think that that was the only part that was impactful. You had uh, Vanessa's, big, Vanessa's big day in, in Baltimore, you know. Stuff like that. Lee, uh, they didn't have anything like when you look at Blackish, they go through some stuff. You'd be like, "Yo, this is real." But I feel like the Cosby's, they were just so perfect. Mm. You didn't really see them go through uh, mm. that. So that was our image, you know. Okay. Now, last comments on handling criticism. Um. Still not, because I was gonna. I, I would have. I'm not. I didn't want to stay on the Kelsey Stan's topic. Yeah, we're good. We can go to the next topic. Well, okay. So last comment is. Um, I think we need to practice more of what we're doing. So I'm sitting down and having these conversations where we say, "How would you? How would you like to be approached? Or what works for you?" Right, and having those kind of conversations where we talk about it and we put it out in the open, and then taking that back to whoever you deal with or whatever. But I think just talking about it is—I think talking about it is great, but then practicing it is what we need to do. And I think Correct. you know, creating more spaces where people can do that is important. Yes, I—I I think it's tough. The tough thing about that is men are typically viewed as logical, women as emotional. And men want to say, look, if we're going to have these type of conversations, take the emotions out of it. Because the second I say something that it could you know be what? true, yeah. it could be true, you know, and it affects you. And you realize that typically when people get something, you know, when they taste a bit of vinegar, that true vinegar, you know, yeah. Because you ever had, had somebody ever say something so true about you? you? It tastes like salt in the back of your mouth. Mm-hmm. You just, oh, I got to lash out at that. Yeah, it's like, you know, you fib a little bit, baby. You yeah. know, it's, it's okay. It's like, next thing you notice, how did I lie? Da, 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 da. You know, yeah. some, something's wrong with you. And, you know, I was just trying. And it's just like, yo, we, we, we supposed to be talking. But I agree with the conversations. I agree with practicing. But I think it's difficult because it's easy to do it in a small setting like this. Yeah. That's when, true. when you get in a big sentence, it turns into finger blaming immediately. Immediately. Mm-hmm. It turns into, well, in my case, and what the, the woman black, I dealt with in black your case, men. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we yeah when that yeah that's we when we ended our friend's uh, spot after um, we did the episode last or a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh you yeah. yeah, all we heard was and men this and men black that men, and it was men, just like men, the men, question had nothing to do with no, black men at all. So that shut down the communication for you all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did I say that. Oh, we didn't want to oh. because we understood no. there's, there's certain people. She was coming to. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't come to like have a discussion or 
meeting of the minds, she came for war. So do you think there needs to be like ground rules before the discussions happen? Like, so for example, yeah. if you're in a relationship, right? And it's, again, this is all hypothetical because once you are at 100, like if you come at somebody at 100, now you're at 200. But if you yeah. come at them at zero, then they have to come down a little bit, right? Or yeah. you have to come up either way. Yeah. But do you think it's, it's beneficial then to say, okay, now that we're calm right now, this is how we need to discuss things in the future. Like somebody's going to have to pull it back somehow because if one of us is all the way over here, we both can't be all the way over here. We both can't be coming at each other on anger all the yeah, time. Yeah, but that's usually what happens, right? Like yeah, once so what, one goes off, it forces the other to go off too. Right. So I mean, I'm just trying to think of what's the best way to handle that so that it doesn't get that way. That's, that's something like you said, it has to be practice. And mm -hmm. you know, I spoke to a coworker, he says, what he does with his girl when he has an issue, hey, I'm usually saying, Kanidra, I'd like to talk to you Friday. This is what I'd like to talk to you about. Now you have a chance to prepare instead of, hey, you know, typically women do it. I find it funny how, <laughs> and it's just like, hold, hold on, hold on. We got 60 seconds before that, uh, this cuts off real quick. But no, I find it funny. And it's like, I was completely unprepared. And now I'm not even thinking correct on how to handle this criticism. And now it just turns into, oh, we playing chess. Man, let me start making my moves back and forth. Correct. We're going to take a quick break and come right back. Uh, all right, we welcome back. Ahead? Welcome back to uh, Unbothered Brothers KG. It's your boy Phil, and, and we have Miss Kanidra, the beautiful Kanidra here, yes, talking right. about uh, handling criticism. We just finished on that. Uh, next topic is deal breakers. And what do you think are, from your opinion, what do you think are deal breakers for men? I'm talking to women. For men? Yes. Um, okay, so I'm going to go based on what I've heard. Deal breakers for men are talking to women um, are women who are not feminine. That is one area of concern. Um, <laughs> and women who uh, don't really look at their character but are trying to get stuff from them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what can you do for me without even having a conversation about like who you are as a man? That's one area. This I'm just based off what I've heard. I'm not... So feminine is in soft, right? You you said being soft yeah, as a woman. Yeah, feminine as in soft nature. Yeah, I mean soft nature and being feminine is not just being soft. I think it's also being nurturing. Like mm -hmm. you know how you can have a kind of like what we said earlier, like how you can have a conversation and not come into attack like a pit bull type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so feminine and um, what did I say? Oh, and and not trying to get what you can get from a man, like you know, like expectation, like you owe it to me to do something. Um, or you owe it to us to, to do such and such. You owe, like, if I respect you, you respect me type of thing. But not, like, we were talking the other day about how a woman expected a man to pay for her child's happy meal on the first date. And, oh, and yeah. in my mind, I was like, why do you expect him to pay for that? He just met you. Like, it's not a relationship here. But there's this idea of expectation. And the sad part is, for me, it's like, I don't mind treating somebody, right? Like, mm -hmm. if I'm with a shorty, I, excuse me, I'm not going to say shorty. If I'm with a woman, I don't mind treating her. I don't yeah. mind doing things for her, right? Mm -hmm. But you got to let me do that on my time. Like, if yeah. you start demanding from me, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm... And it's not even like I'm going to yell or do anything. I'm not going to do anything at all. You're just going to notice that I just Pull back. start pulling back. Yeah. And then it, next thing you notice, I'm not in the picture. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's just how I move. Because I don't do the argument. Like, I just... I don't. We, we're either going to talk or I'm just going to move forward with my life but yeah so i think 
so you didn't ask me this question, but for me as a woman, woman, a deal breaker now. I'm gonna come to the next. Okay, okay. Yeah, but not. No, I was gonna say a deal breaker now, and it wasn't this way in my twenties, but now is peace. Like, like when you have peace about yourself, it's addictive, mm-hmm. and you you try to keep it no matter what. And so when you meet people or you're interacting with people, regardless, it's like, do they contribute to peace or do they pull away from peace? It's, mm-hmm. it's either one or the other for me. So I feel like men are not different in that regards. I feel like they too want peace. I don't know if they always say that, but when you have a peace about yourself and, and where you are in life, it's amazing. Like, it's like, okay, I know exactly what I want to mm-hmm. do and I can just chill no matter what's going on. I mean, the world is crazy. This is raging. This is going on but right here. I'm all right. Like I crave peace too. The only time I ever crave conflict is like sports. Like, okay. yeah. you know, if I'm competing in, mm-hmm. in a sport, then yes, I, yeah, we let's do all the crazy stuff. But outside of that, it's like, nah, I really just want my peace. And I, I'm not with the loud noises. I'm not with, you know, going to every concert or being everywhere. You know, like I, I prefer to be like low key. Mm-hmm. Um, I only yeah. want to pop out when I want to pop out. Like mm-hmm. if I decide to pop out, then that's fine. But most of the time, you're not going to see me pop out. Like mm-hmm. I see people do it all the time. It just shows me to me it looks like they're not comfortable with being to themselves mm-hmm. but i i am so because i am it's just like i'm just you know i'm good with just being alone and mm-hmm. meditating and you know getting my thoughts together reading the book or, or plotting about how i can be more successful in my life yes. where i'm at now like i'm always doing that and i think a lot of people don't really realize that about mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. but that's something like i'm obsessed with success you know what i mean so it's like i'm constantly trying to figure out ways to, to move it forward. Like whether I'm reading like blogs or I'm, you know, I'm always into something that's, yo, how could I change where I'm at? How can I make more money? You know, that, I mean, that's a good thing too. How can I make more money? How can I be more flexible? Maybe I need to try yoga. Cause I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you know what I mean? Like I'm always trying to advance me, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like everyone on this planet should be trying to be the best they can humanly be possible. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, physically, financially, all over. So I'm trying to reach that endeavor. Yeah. Um, any more deal breakers for, for men in your, in your mind? Besides women being feminine, um, besides this demanding nature um, and peace, like her being able to contribute to that as, as opposed to take away from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have heard just in listening to different men talk um, and, and experiences, like my own personal experiences, um, that men value women who take care of themselves. So like if you don't take care of yourself, like if you're just not, and that doesn't mean that, again, it doesn't mean that you have to look like a model or you have no. to be skinny or whatever it is, but if you're best you, you know, I'm into natural hair, so like if it has to look a certain way for me. Love it. Um, but if that's my best, however I style it, and it looks good on me, then that's great. But just coming out looking like whatever, men don't Not a Walmart run. <laughs> Yo said a Walmart run. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm totally off topic, but as I've gotten older, I realized that you can meet business people in Walmart, right? So yeah. now I'm like, okay, let me show up my best self most of the places I go. Does not mean that I'm going to be on it every single yeah. time, but now when I come out the house, I'm like, look, you know, I want to be a CEO one day. Maybe when you 
you could meet that person at Walmart who Please. wants to do business with you. Please so don't make, go to Walmart with heels on. Please don't do that. No, no, no. But okay. I'm just saying, like, making an effort to be together as much as I can be. That's Facts. what I've, I've been learning to do. So Facts. just mm-hmm. some things. But, yeah. You know, I, I, I read a, it was a blog on Reddit, and they said, uh, what's something that's normal in America that's not normal in other countries? Um, and they, one of them was, it was like, yo, just come to Walmart or anything. It was like, you come in Denmark, you may, the worst you may see is somebody with khakis on mm. in Walmart. And it led me to say, let me take care of myself some more, you know, yeah. but how a woman takes care of herself. Because you can come out in sweatpants, but if you still have that, you know, not that sex of makeup and all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you actually look pretty decent. Yeah. Not with Nike sweatpants, Adidas shirt, and Timberland boots on. Like, mm-hmm. if you actually still look somewhat decent, it's like, okay, well, this is a, I don't even want to say a down day, this is her being natural yeah. versus yeah. a natural down day. And yeah. some and some women will say, I don't have children, so that you know I can take more time to do that. Like, yeah. Let's be clear about that because people who have kids, you know, kids, you can come out one day and you expect to get in the car and be yeah. ready to go, and it could be a whole mess in the back of the car, and you got to go back in. You know yeah. what I mean? So you have to be mindful of that too. There are women who have children; they're managing multiple things at home, so you may not be put together on every single day. That's and that's fine. And yeah. that's not you know an unrealistic expectation for you to be together every single day. But as as a single woman who now you know doesn't have that um, responsibility, I'm learning more to okay put it together mm-hmm. because I don't have all those other responsibilities at the moment. So that's just me, and that's not to say that any woman who has all of that has to be together every single time. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, you got a disclaimer nowadays. Yeah, you got uh, it. Yeah. Um, the the deal breaker is uh, how you said uh, the way they carry themselves. Um, mm-hmm. How in public um, the attitude. Yeah. It, you know, attitudes on conversation. When I converse with a woman or when I uh, I'll listen to her, mm-hmm. you know, her how she responds on conversation, you know, whether she's truthful or not. The thing is this a lot of women use the analogy they have walls up, they have emotional walls. I'm more uh my emotional fortress is like landmines. You can walk anywhere you want. But then once you start to step on one, all the other ones are going off. Okay. You know. So I've talked to one in the past, and I'll hear them say one thing, and then their actions will do another. And now, okay, that's a landmine. Let me confront you on this. Mm-hmm. Hey, you said this, but you did that. And, oh, well, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's always an exceptional rule when it comes to certain things, but not when it comes to keeping your word. So when you can't keep your word and you like to renege on your word, <sighs> I, look at, I look at that like, oh, yeah. well, you know, um, renege is going back for the yeah. non-space players. Um, he said, <laughs> it's actually used outside of stage. So when you, uh, I don't you, like renege. When she reneges on her word, it, it paid to me, it, it starts to raise flags. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she likes a lot. I just told a young lady uh, maybe two weeks ago, I said, because um, she promised something to not, you know, renege on her word. And when I confronted her, I said, you know, it just shows me that you're not someone who likes to keep that word. Mm-hmm. A lot of people was like, Oh man, that seems harsh. I was like, no, it's the same of the fact because she reneged several times within her words and her actions. Okay. So I was like, it wasn't said from a place of hurt. It was just said, no, not nah, no thing. Because to me now, I become a burden because you were supposed to do something for me. Mm-hmm. So to me, no, that's that's it. That's a deal breaker. You know, you're lying this early in a relationship, and there's always yeah. lies that happen within a relationship. But you're lying all the simple stuff. So nah, to me, you know, you are the weakest link. You know, here's your torch. Time to go. You know, you ain't a survivor. 
so then you express that, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I, so she knows that and knows going forward, or if you decide however you want to do it, this is a issue. This is a deal breaker. Yeah. You, you communicated that up front. Like, or, like I was saying to you before, communicating early and often is oh, important. She tried to gas like, well, I said this. Okay. And I forget it. It's a bullying fallacy okay. where if I ask you a question that has more than one answer, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it has more than one answer. And mm-hmm. it's like, didn't I tell you this though? Didn't I tell you this? Mm-hmm. Well, you said this, but you said mm-hmm. that first, okay. which is why I went on that. Okay. And I just looked at it like, when she tried that with me, I immediately took a step back. It was like, a bullying tactic doesn't work with me. I need you to know that. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm going to say, I'm going to answer your question. You want me to give a yes or no answer when yeah. the, state, the question wasn't a yes or no question. Okay. You know, so, to me, that's a deal breaker. Um, lack of femininity. That's a lot of deal breaker. So what do you mean by that? Like lack, lack of femininity? Yeah, what does that mean specifically? Being <laughs> no, <laughs> what does it mean like? No, no, because you started to say something. I was like, oh, I thought he was jumping in. But oh, no, no, I'm just I was looking at you. It's a uh, being soft and how you express yourself and whatnot. You know, um, I find a lot not being as competitive. Not saying women can't be competitive, but not being as competitive. We can sit up here and have a conversation, and I'll notice some will want to turn it competitively. If we're if we're talking about something, then you know, talking about taking our trash or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You want to be competitive with that, and it's like, yo, it's not a me versus you. It's me and you versus the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get you to understand, or at least see my side. Mm-hmm. I understand your side, but I need you to just understand my side to see where we're coming from, so that we can move forward in this. But you don't want to see that, and you want to continuously argue about something. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give an example. Okay, like, I, I mean, I could, not to cut you off, but like, I low key have an example like this too, right? So, like, one of my family members, um, anytime you do something, it's like she kind of has to see what she did too you know what i mean one upper it's a one upper and it's like the thing is you know how like most of your family can see it but like that one person just don't see it <laughs> right and you yeah. just like yo like yeah that that to me that's a lack of femininity right there like okay. you know yeah. like yes we know what you've done we appreciate what you've done or, mm-hmm. or we see what you can do but mm-hmm. you know if if someone else has good news gotcha. don't overtake it with what you did back in 19 you know whatever okay you know what i'm saying okay so no i was just asking because um i was i went to a, a women's conference virtually a couple weekends ago and the gentleman he's a pastor and he was talking about the feminine industry piece and he was saying that at this time women have to show up more masculine because of the way the world is so women are raising you know raising families on their own they have certain kind of jobs they didn't have 50 60 years ago that demand a certain energy like a demand a certain confidence and assertiveness mm-hmm. um and so sometimes for some women it's hard to turn that off mm-hmm. so even like as a single woman i had to confront my neighbors and they were there were two men and one woman you know what i mean i couldn't come in salt because they were gonna be like look okay we got her. exactly you know so as a woman sometimes you don't have this person over here who's showing up to fight your battles anymore so you have to be the person who shows up to the space bringing both energies. You yeah. got to bring the bring master the heat. Bring and the heat. you do because who's going to take care of it? If something goes bump tonight, I got to check that. And I yeah. can't be scared to do it. But that's 
that's just kind of the world we live in right now. So I don't know when I was in the conference, the gentleman was saying that in some cases, because now we're having to do that over and over again, sometimes we don't always switch that off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always on. And Whitney so, Houston, hmm, you got to be every woman. It's all in you. I mean, it's, it's, I hear Sing you, it. but right. <laughs> you know, it's just, just something to think about as you're thinking of, as women are, you know, you're dealing with women or whatever, is that we don't now live in a space where women are going to be feminine all the time or can afford to be feminine. And that's understood. Yeah, that's understood. But it's a switch. It's that's a, what yes. we look for. It's, it's the so switch. So you're looking for the switch. Yes. So you're looking for this balance of the energy. Know yes. when to turn it on, when to, when to turn it off. That's so, all I ask. So you, you'll we'll get, uh, you know, a lot of our women have because they're forced to be put in that situation, mm-hmm. you know, to be masculine. We completely understand if you have your priorities that you have to take care of. The thing is, when it comes to us, I'm not coming home to battle with another man. I'm mm-hmm. not coming home for Everybody. a com- competitive, you know, nature. Man. I want to come home and, dog, we 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 at peace, yeah. you know, safe haven. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, one of my friends has said they, her and her spouse have been arguing in twenty something years. I've heard another um, couple say that like we don't argue, and I'm like, yes, be each other's peace. But yeah. you, but see, that's the thing. It's like a theme going on now where it's like. It, 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 you would think that it's like, I guess women like my age or younger, it's like age. they like to. I'm sorry, I don't want to. No, it's funny. It's, it's, it's like funny. your age. Go ahead. Like, break it like, down, brother. Like women 27, age. you know, 27 <laughs> or younger, it's like they take pride in being a headache. Yes. And it, it it's like, how? how? Why would you want to be my headache? Like everyone else is my headache. Why would you want to add to that? Why do you feel like you need to be my biggest headache? And to them, it's like, oh, well, you love me more. I'm your biggest headache. It's like, no, I don't. I hate you. Like, I, well, I don't hate you, but it's like, yo, like, I want to be away from you. Like, it's just when when you look at the, no. the work situation, majority of people cheat at work. Um, <laughs> when you look at the work situation of, you know, um, I only like think of the baby boy. When you look at the work situation, when guys step out, it's that woman's paid enough attention to his relationship. To where she starts to offer that femininity of, hey, you know what? She forgot to cook dinner for you again. I'm just so happy to make your favorite for me crab cakes. I fail. I'm just trying to make some oxtails and, and peas. Yo, say oxtails and peas. And then his thing, God, you know, so the deal breaker is starting to happen with his girl. You know, the deal breaker is starting to happen with his girl because it's like, you know, um, if you say something like, hey, baby, aren't you supposed to cook today? Like one of my friends and his wife, they take turns cooking. Okay. He knows they, they, that his wife works late, he's cooking. Okay. And it's not even a, it's not an issue. Like we'll be on back there, but playing a game online or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, I got to get off in 20 minutes because it's my turn to cook for the night. And, and we'll joke with him like, all right, y'all, one more match, one more match, one more match, one more match. And we'll joke with him or whatnot. Yeah. And I know one time his wife came home. And she's like, you ain't feed your kids? He was like, oh, they're your kids too, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, nah, he was like, nah, this, nah, this last one, this that third. But no, um, it is a partnership. But like Phil said, a lot of women are coming to the table and it's it's a war, you know. But then it, they want selective equality, you know. Yeah, they want selective equality, but you guys are deal breaker. You can't say you want to be equal to me. And then in the same breath, well, I still expect a man to do this out there. Nah. We're, we're partners on this. We're partners on that. We're partners in making all the decisions. But when that bill comes, mm-hmm. 
you know. The jumps that kill me be the ones that be like, oh, well, even though I live with my mom and, and, and I don't really do much for real, you have to have your own place. You have to have this. You have to do this. You have to just like, yo, like, what is wrong with you? Like, why can't you just be like, why can't we just flow? Like, what is, what? How you going to demand all this from me and you don't even have it yourself? Yeah. I'm not demanding nothing from you. I just want you to show up and and and, and men just want a piece. Just, just want peace, yo. Let me phrase the wrong wrong piece. We we want peace. You know, of course we want. I want piece. a piece too, but yeah. I want peace. You know what I'm saying? But, and but I we think, want peace. Yeah, I think some people just get it twisted. It's like, and it's just such a a war. You know, mm-hmm. so they demand stuff. They have unrealistic expectations when it comes to men. But the thing is, when men start to, and I just I put this on the uh, unbothered brothers IG page. I say when men start to list their standards from women, then we become misogynists. Oh, man. But yet, when women name their standards from men, they're not labeled as nope. misandrous, nope. which is misogyny for women towards men, nope. for those who don't understand. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's, honestly, it's honestly okay for them when they make demands, right? right. Whenever you make a demand and you try to voice your side, it's like... You're the bad guy. And that becomes a it's, it's sad, but I mean, I feel like we've been talking about deal breakers for men. We should be talking about deal breakers for women too, right? Yeah. I mean, what you tell us what are deal breakers that men do that, you know, we can help out our male listeners. What are deal breakers um, that? For sure. Well, I think, I think these are subjective, right? So my deal breakers, again, may not be some other woman's deal breakers. At this point in my life, after self-reflection and going through some things, deal breakers for me are anything that threatens like my security and my peace. Period. If I like, if I have to wonder why you're not calling, or oh, I need to step back from the relationship, yeah. or like ambiguity, that nope, nope, we're not doing that. Nope, Mm-mm. not uh, um, well, yeah, I like you, but yeah, nope. I'm guessing. Uh-uh, nope. Anything that makes me question what's going on in the very beginning, I don't, I don't even continue. Like if you're just starting to talk, or you're just starting to date, or whatever it is, I don't because. Now I'm worried about why we're not calling each other, talking to each other instead of the things that I need to do and how you can contribute to that. So that's a deal breaker for me. Um, anything that kind of threatens me, like physically, of course, or just like my mental state, like I can't oh, be bothered with yeah. it. I just can't be bothered with foolishness. Mental um, abuse is real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's real. Like, Okay, nope, don't need it. And I think that goes back to what you said earlier about being at peace with yourself to the point where I enjoy my own company. Like I can go to the beach and just chill out and have a great time and I look forward to it. So if you cannot show up in that space and contribute to that, then why are you here? Like what is the end game for the both of us? So that's for me a deal breaker. Anything that kind of threatens my mental state, my peace, I got to try to figure you out, mm, but you can't communicate it. And not everybody's going to communicate the same way, but if I'm constantly trying to pull it out, I just I can't do it. I don't want to do so it. So did your, did your deal breakers change as you grew older? Yep, absolutely. What were they like in your 20s? I, I'm going to be very honest. I didn't have a plan in my 20s. I dated the people who liked me. That's it. I swear to God, I'm like that too. Yeah. It's like I just you just I mean if they show up there they and I'm not saying it to be um what's the word I'm not I'm not trying to downplay myself but I didn't have a plan I didn't want to get married okay um and my parents have been married for 40 
45 years? I've seen a marriage. Damn, they got married when they was 10. They, well, no, they, <laughs> <married. laughs> they were 19 and 20. But, um, so, so for me, I didn't have a lot of deal breakers except for the main ones of no physical abuse. You know, because you're not going to put your hands on me. But I didn't have deal breakers because I didn't have a plan for relationships. You like me, I like you. Okay, we'll do this thing. That's it. That's as simple as it was. So it definitely has changed because now I have more experience with relationships and I know how to show up better and I know what I want the end game to be. But initially it was like, okay, he likes you. All right, let's go out and see what happens. That's funny because I'm like that too. It's like literally, and I'm like, I said, I'm still in my twenties, but it's like my, my views have changed mm-hmm. now that I'm 27. Everything's changed. But back then it was like, man, she giving me play. Like, what's up? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going with it. Like, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't do a lot of pursuing back then. Like, I, I technically don't do it now. You know what I mean? I just, I just take it as it comes. I just show, I just show up personally. You see me. I just show yeah, up. I just show like, up. Like, yeah, it is what it is. So that's the thing. I mean, as a woman, you know, men tend to pursue, but like, at the gym, you, a man was interested, you know, at work, somebody may be interested, you know, you meet somebody at the bus stop, somebody may be interested, and that's kind of what it was, or you go out on a date with, you know, double date, and it's like, oh, let me get, this, get your number, I had no plan, okay, mm-hmm. and when, and it's kind of like when they say when you um, don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, yeah. when you don't have a plan, you just go with the flow. I'm not advocating this at all. I've taken L's going with the flow. And you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like you need to have, but but again, it's it's an evolvement though. Because yeah. in your 20s, who teaches you to have a plan for relationships unless you were taught unless you were groomed for relationships or groomed for marriage or whatever. And I kind of just went with the flow. I knew I knew enough to finish college because I didn't start dating until after college. I knew enough to finish college, um, stay on scholarship, mm-hmm. get my degree. Uh, everything else was secondary. Men were secondary. Relationships were secondary. So once I was done, I was like, oh, okay, I can date because it's, it's the thing to do. You know, I, I, I'm more college so, was years for me. Oh, I, 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 hey, I was my scholarships, sir. I didn't have time Dog. to be messing around. Like, college I was, for I me, I was smashing and dashing. You think, you think that's bad? No, I was, in, a, I was in Atlanta. Listen. My, my freshman year of college. African-Americans, you get a scholarship to, I went to a white school, you get a scholarship, okay? Your, your parents do not have to pay tuition. You, I'm not, you're not playing because you want to come out with no debt and you don't want to put a burden, that's how I thought. See, you don't want to put a burden on like your that. parents. So we're not playing with this free money. We're going to get this education, it's paid for. We're not, uh-uh, we're not doing that. So I didn't do that kind of stuff. Look, I didn't, I didn't really, like I said, I didn't really wild until I got to school. So when I got to college, and I think at the time, like I think when I first got to college, I lost my virginity in college, I think. It was my second year of school, like my second year of college. And But after that, I, I was on a rampage. Everything got struck. You know what I, I mean? I, nah. Everything got struck. Freshman year for me, I was in Atlanta, the AUC, Clark Atlanta. Which, oh, my God, dog. By the second week of school, I, I almost stopped going to classes. I'm a, I'll be yeah, flat out honest. Everything was Cause good. Because it, it was 80 to 1 female to male ratio. And I was in a, I was in a class with 100 people. Yeah. Three were men. Everything was in crush. And it was just like, yo, you know, what do you do here? Then I went to a PWI and you only see like 10 black girls, you know. And, and they all friends. So you got, you got to pick one. You got to pick one out of the group. Yep. Or honestly, you would pick the one that you knew she wouldn't care if you hit the others. Oh yeah, yeah. I, the, I, the I only like the only one I saw was the one from my group project who didn't do anything. And 
you know, mm-hmm. her foolishness. But nah, it's uh we were we I was fortunate enough to go to school, um, kinda like what you said, predominantly white school, it's like a hundred black people. Like Towson. <laughs> yeah, it was mm-hmm. like it was like that. And um, we had this running joke that if we saw a black person we didn't know because it was only hundred of us, we would mm-hmm. call them a UBP, an unidentified black person. Because you didn't know that person because you knew everybody. But we were very focused on getting through school and getting it getting done. That's yeah. kind of where we were. So that's actually hilarious. Nah, we um but even we're trying to talk to some of the girls in college, it's just like, oh, the deal breaker here, deal breaker there. Like a lot of girls that I met through through you at college, I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, to me? Y'all went to the same school? Yeah, yeah. we went to the same school. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, for me, I I didn't even care about the Johnson Towson. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, there were some Johnson that I wanted to get out the way, of course. Out the way? What does that mean? I just wanted to collect them. Yeah. Achievement. 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 She had to be part of my collection. That was my mentality. Like, I did it. Just to say I did it. Men have sex for completion. To yourself. Yes. Just to know that I did it. Just to know. Just Just to to know yourself that you accomplished it. I crushed it. I got out the way. But, yeah, I didn't really care too much about Towson. It was the school's run. That's where I did my damage. Like, I've had some fun at College Park. I've had some fun at Morgan. I've had some fun at, uh, what's that? I had some fun at, I really loved Howard. Howard was, loved it. Yeah, so just it. to say you had these women in your collection, that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Just that's, to yourself. Because when you grow up watching movies, right? You grow yeah. up watching movies, you think, okay, college is the year is where you go and you you wild out. Okay. And so for me, I was like, all right, well, I've been this innocent sheltered boy, you know what I'm saying? Like gotcha. now's my time to rage, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I realized life wasn't like that at all. Because yeah. um, while you're raging and people catching feelings and you're not, and then they get mad at you, but it's like, wait, you had your fun. You you was getting G'd by the football team, but now you want to cuff me. You know what I mean? It's like, I just realized it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. There were, there were, and there were plenty of like deal breaking women like in college where you're like, oh, I would never, you know, yeah. I would never talk to her. I would never yeah. take her serious. Okay. I can always, Phil and I, I told you this before, Kennedy. we went to a bar in Baltimore and he said, wow. I felt some type of way bougie because I wasn't talking to a woman there. I was like, no, no, you've reached that next door <laughs> that I've already yeah. reached where okay. you get that sense from some woman like, oh no, it wouldn't work. Because as you get older, you start to hit unlock new doors and understand, deal breaker here, deal breaker there. I want yeah. to talk to this woman. I want to talk to that yeah. woman for whatever reason. And I usually say, no, it's like, it's not, this, it, yeah, this ain't my, it. My comment is, she, I think she would give me a headache, mm-hmm. and that's all I said. And my thing well, is, that's the same thing. Gets better. Your yeah. ability to mm-hmm. judge and classify gets better. So, and that's what it should be as you get older, right? So many to be happens, you know. But a lot of women like to make, you know, PPM. Poor pussy oh, management. Nah, yeah, like and I have a whole. I mean, that's not what this episode is about. Yeah, nah. I have a whole situation, or not situation. I have a whole comment about that. When you say we'll, that. we'll bring you we'll, back. We got, <laughs> we'll bring you back for that. We got forty seconds for this. Um, Oh, we didn't even talk about good women. Yeah, we can, we can uh, what you call it? We can extend it? Yeah. All right, we'll extend it. Uh, I'll stop it right here. And So, <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. I'm going to finish the last segment here. Talking last segment? About, yeah, talking about good women, quote unquote. You know, oh, I see she, she came for that I one. I have to, yeah. I told you, you have to write things down, you know? I understand, you know, when we when you're young, you can remember a lot of things. What you think is a good woman, KG? So, so, <laughs> before we say that, so I, the reason I did it in quotation marks was because <laughs> a lot of women talk about how they're good women. 
but yet their characteristics only are good for them. I cook, I clean, you know, I got good sex and this, that, and the third. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's good for you. Who else is cooking and cleaning for you before we, Max. you know? But for us, a good woman is, you know, somebody we can, um, what do they call it at the end of the army mission? You know, uh, debrief. Mm-hmm. Somebody can be brief with at the end of the day. You for know, so. spiritual, mental, emotional connection with, you know, and it's not in a way that tears me down. It's a way that's uplifting or understanding, you know. For sure. And a lot of times, like I said, when I hear women say that, and what to me happens, and I was talking to a friend about this, and I see she's tuned in. I was talking to a friend about this the other day, um, referring to a good woman, and she saw this stutter, and I said, here's what's going to happen. You're going to say something. And I, I don't know, know exactly what you're going to say. You're saying X, Y, and Z, cook clean, et cetera, et cetera. And she laughed, and she was like, you know what? I, I was going to say that. And my response is, that doesn't mean you're a good woman. That just means you're good for yourself. Right. You know, but then when I start naming stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because typically you ask you, well, what makes you a good man? Mm-hmm. I say, well, I offer a mental peace to you, uh, mm-hmm. stability, financial, you know, all types of levels, stability, et cetera, et cetera. Something that, I, that can help you out. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I do that too. Well, you can't say you did that too if that's not what you were originally saying. You thought good would just make you cook, you clean. Well, let me tell you something. Who else is feeding you? Who else is paying your bills? Before I come into the picture, you know, so I, I think that there is part of this. Um, do you think there are as many good women as there are or are they delusional? I see. I guess this is subjective as well because I didn't have cooking clean anywhere on my list of qualities of a good woman. I didn't have that anywhere on here. What are your qualities? Um, I put, so I was thinking about myself and women that I know, right? And what uh, we contribute. So I put supportive and nurturing. Um, and so I've said good women speak life into others. You know, so I think women have a lot more influence than we realize. And we have the the influence and the power to uplift. And sometimes we I don't agree. realize that. Um, and I said, uh, has self-control and discipline. So you, you, you check yourself, like you monitor yourself. Um, so cook, like I said, cooking clean is not one here. Um, I said good women are balanced. So you have a mix of qualities Love that it. you can bring to the table. Yeah. So, you know, you're not just this one thing or this other thing, but there's like a, a balance, like an equilibrium. And I put um, introspective, and this is something that you and I had talked about, but you can look at yourself objectively. Like you can see your forest and your trees, which is really hard for men and women to do. Your resume. You, yeah. Well, you... And even like look in yourself and yeah. go, all right, here's I need to make an adjustment here. I need to do this better. And it, it's hard to look at yourself objectively and judge yourself. That's sure. a hard thing to do, period. Doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be able to go, okay, Phil, you need to do this, that, and the third more. Yeah. Or you screwed this up in that relationship. That was on you. That wasn't on her. So I think good women can look into themselves and say, okay, here are the adjustments that I need to make, period. Whether it's friendships, family, relationships, whatever. Um, I said good women are loyal, so they say true to whatever people, their beliefs, whatever it is. Um, they communicate, and I put that on there because that was an area I struggled with. I was not the best communicator, not at all. Um, but able to express yourself and don't assume that somebody knows what you're talking about. Correct. Um, and I said honest, um, telling the truth even when it's difficult and you know people don't want to hear it. So I 100% support that because I get a lot of flack for that, but I feel like it's important. Even though I know that I may hurt your feelings or you may not be friends with me at the end of the day, I still have to show up and look myself in the mirror and be like, look, I, I gave I kept it real. I kept yeah. it real. But, it real, but, me, but I, I showed up here in this space doing the best I could. I was honest. And but there's a way that you do it. 
Yeah, okay. I agree. There is a way that you do it, but I think you need to do it. And, and a lot yeah. of times, we as women, sometimes we're not always honest with each other. Oh, you know. Um, I said respectful. Um, so basically, you deal with yourself as somebody who should be respected, and you mm. require that from everybody else. You and how that's how you carry yourself. And I said confidence. So you know your worth, and you don't let anybody devalue you. So I shouldn't have to explain to you that I'm a good woman. Everything else I do is going to line up with that, and you should be able to see it. I don't have to go and try to present my case to a man. That's how I see it. I feel like, I, and I feel like a lot of women do that, and so when they do, I automatically am just like, okay, this is this BS. Is she already trying to come at me like I'm such a good? It's like, no. but I really think that that's kind of like a quiet confidence, though. Like I don't feel like like the people who are on it are not always showing you that they're on it and doing things. Teslas don't have commercials, but Hondas do. Mm-hmm. Selling. You know, so just kind of things like that. I, um, I show both of you guys. I tweet when I said about asking about value, you know, what value and a lot of women got upset. Like, oh, you're trying to nickel and dime. You said third about being a good woman. It's like, no, it's not nickel and dime. It's a legitimate question because mm-hmm. if we're coming together, well, you should love her and this and third. Mm-hmm. Love don't pay the bills. You know, you know what I love right now? A million dollars. You should love me unconditionally. Right. But I get to love you on conditions. That's really how it is. Yeah. You just be like, because I'm supposed to be a provider, you mm-hmm. know, uh, in all facets of life, Bro. you know, emotionally, spiritually, financially. Okay. You know, I'm supposed to six foot tall with a fucking ten inch monster. I gotta have all these things. Right. And if one of those things are missing, then yeah. you get yeah. So where are these men that do all these things? Thank you. I'm just, you know, where are they? Thank you. It's like the delusion is so real. It's like, like what? I, I think when we talk about good women and men, like the question that uh, is asked, or do you think there's more good women than men? Mm-hmm. It's going to sound biased if I say men. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the thing is, being friends with both sexes. When you're friends with a couple and you can see mm-hmm. what goes on in the thing, the majority of the time, Hey, it's the guy's a good guy. Like he said this, mm-hmm. she didn't even hear that. Nope. And she turned into something else. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's see, who was talking about this? It was some podcast I was listening to, and the guy was saying it may have been Tony Gaskins. I listened to all kinds of. People. Um, he was saying something about how a couple went to a counseling session. No, it was Stefan Lavoisier. That's who it was. Yeah. Stefan speaks. They went to a counseling session, man and woman. The man said some things, and then the counselor asked the woman to repeat what he said. And what she said was, well, I think you meant this. Exactly. And this went on for an hour. I think what you meant to say was this. I think what you thought you said was this. But she never said what he actually said. So I just, I don't know. Is that a breakdown in communication? I don't know what that is. I'm not sure. I don't think a lot, you know, uh, who was it? Uh, Patrice O'Neill made that mm-hmm. late, great Patrice O'Neill made a comment. Women, uh, women look at life like a movie. And they're the director. They're the producer. Mm-hmm. So... I, what I think you meant was this. What I think you meant mm-hmm. was that. And I was like, no, I'm telling you this. Find out. It, 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 you know, yeah. when somebody had called us insecure because of our opening up emotions, uh, example, I was just yeah. like, no, that had nothing to do with insecurity whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That is literally a, a statement of fact. Yeah. Like, we're not, that is our truth. We weren't being insecure when we talked about that. But, oh, I think you meant. And it was like, no, we're, I'm, I'm telling you what we meant. And then it gets to the point of shutdown because I understand you, she's not somebody you can talk to. Okay. But um, okay. like you said, with the couple, 
you know, he's supposed to listen to every one of single of her demands. And at the same time, we're supposed to be psychics. You should just know this. And you should just know that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. but you never expressed that in any way, shape, or form. So how will he know that? Right. You know what it's and not to stray off. Um, like women, I do think that there's more good men than women. But women do feel like we have to be psychic. You know what it's like for a guy to shoot a shot? Hey, how's it going for you? You know, I love the gray hair. You know what it's like for a woman to look, shoot a shot? Well, I didn't feel recognized. I looked at him twice. <laughs> in, in the past week, I looked at him twice. I looked at him twice. I, yeah. All we have to do is say hello, right? I waved at him. Said. All we have to do is show up and say hello. And so, then and give, give you the look from across the room. But the thing is, like, that's not realistic because mm-hmm. we hear a thousand one times. Well, I wasn't flirting with you. I was just, you know, uh, being nice. Gotcha. So it's like, okay. what? But the thing is, a lot of women are delusional with themselves. Their friends are delusional. They're a great girl. They're sitting there. And just like their friends are that delusion. It's like, yo, your homegirl's a piece, a piece of shit. But you don't, you're not going to tell her, like, look, you was wrong. It's not there. If I'm in a relationship and I belong with you, Phil won't come to me. Dog. And let's say I got a good woman. Dog, you fucked up. You just got to bite that bullet. You know, I see a woman. They were all cheap. And their friends, well, you ain't need them anywhere. You can do better. He won't accept you back, girl. Oh, something's wrong with him. Well, I think it's admirable <gasps> if if Phil I think it's admirable if Phil is gonna tell you that. I don't always see that happening. Like yeah. this whole guy code thing where and I'm just saying, you know, where this guy over here has his own place and he's bringing the women over here because you can't bring it back to your girl's house. You know what I mean? Like every man is not being honest, let's let's be real. I mean, no, no, no. Okay, okay I'm gonna give you an example, right? So these, this is one of my homies. Love her to death. The water. Oh, nice. Love her to death, but I can't. She, if she if she ever watches the podcast, she don't know talk about her. So she has a friend, right, who was talking to this guy that um I was very fond of. You know, dark skin, short oh, guy. I know it is. You know, I was very fond of him. Okay. And then all of a sudden, they they break up or whatever. Okay. And like the very next yeah. link up, yeah. it was like a new guy's here. He's tall, light skinned, you know, like, and he's cool too. But I was torn because I like the other guy too. So I like, I like both guys. And I was telling my friend, I was like, well, you know, your friend, how, how she just going to do that? You know what I'm saying? And she's like, well, you're our friend first, so and then you, and it's like and then the very next thing she brings back the original guy like they were like, hey. <laughs> and then but the 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 final link she's like oh yeah you know they're done so don't bring up the past dude in front of me do this that third. and I'm like fuck yeah like yeah. I miss yo I miss so and so like yeah, it was it was it but was it's like yo y'all don't tell your friend like. Yo, you got a good dude in the third. Because the, the new guy seemed like he ain't pretty much want to be balling. Typically, we see that, you know? <clears throat> so, do, okay, so are you saying do women tell other women that they're delusional? Yes. Or you, or you think that we don't? I, I think the majority of the time we don't. I've seen it. Nope. I've seen it like there is no accountability. There is a friend. And think about the, how I use that time. There is a friend who, um, she says, you know, she was complaining about her relationship and a and she was like, um, her her female friends had told her, you have an eighty percent man 
and you're upset at you're missing 20 percent and i told her i was like the fact that other women tell you that mm-hmm. means you really do have a good man mm-hmm. and what's going to happen is you're going to end up losing out on him mm-hmm. okay. and you don't even realize it because you say everything was good except certain things like the way you talk to you. i was like but the way you talk to me and we converse mm-hmm. i can tell he's annoyed because you annoy me when you do certain things okay. you talk and the way you talk with chance and i can tell you talk aggressive in a masculine tone okay. and that's not going to get him to open up but sure i've said that at 20 percent. well i can find a guy who gives me 90 percent and missing 10 percent. i was like you think it's that easy at your age with the kids you have you think that that's that easy by all means okay. but when you see him with some other woman mm-hmm. and he's changing because it's going to take something drastic to change him mm-hmm. you see him with another woman and she's mm-hmm. reaping the benefits okay. because she, she adjusted yep Oh, you're gonna be hurt, like yo, like why couldn't he do this with me? Why couldn't? He? And the thing is, like how you say it, woman enhances. I give you sperm, you make a baby. You know, you enhance. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, oh, that woman talked to him different. Mm-hmm. That's why I never forget. I watch a uh, celebrity bouquet and it had Danny Star and her husband on there. Mm-hmm. What it did is, in the middle of it, you know, we're gonna we want you guys to prepare for a party, but then they mix, mixed up a couple. So let's say I'll, I'll use Crystal because she was here before. Mm-hmm. And I don't want nobody else's name. <laughs> so instead of me dating Crystal and you dating Phil, now I'm going to date you. Mm-hmm. Crystal dates Phil. Okay. And Danny saw her husband with another woman and how happy he was and peaceful. And she came over there and interjected. Mm-hmm. And when the host was like, no, this is to show you a different side. Maybe you have to talk to your husband like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think you're now, granted, their relationship went down the drain. You know, he stepped out. But you, you know, a lot of women really aren't as good women as they think they are. And is that because they're not being honest with themselves and each other? Is that because they're not taking accountability? And I say that because I have lost friendships from being honest with other female friends. Oh, that's it. Um, I feel like it's a cocktail of shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I, don't, I, don't know what the, I don't know what the solution is to that because um, if you are a woman who shows up and you're honest with other women, it's not always received very well. Is that so? You end up pulling back, and you end up not saying things that need to be said because you know that if I say this, then I'm not going to be a part of the group. The group is not going to appreciate it. So I don't know. I don't know what this. I'm still trying to figure that out. Well, I think um, in the second part of his video, Kevin Samuels, when he uh, was in the clubhouse room talking about it, he could ask the point. Oh, with that, what, what, what that news lady? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he was like. Women expect us to talk to you like women, like like, yeah. like women talk to women. Yeah, and it's like, right. no, we're not like that. Mm-hmm. You know how? Hey, Phil, how do you tell your homeboy he 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 picked up weight? You know, he fat. Exactly. Dog, you fat. Dog, dog, you fat. You fat as shit, we my dude. We do not yeah. talk like that. Oh, you, fat. you know, we, we don't. But yeah, if I if I want to tell you, Kanija, you, you know, you lost weight. I gotta put myself in there. Like, hey, maybe we should hit the gym together. You know, I feel like I'm getting fat, and I just want you for support or something like that. What are you trying to say? I'm I'm getting fat. Is yeah, that because fat? you are not. She gonna look at you and be like, "Nigga, you have a six pack." Yeah. Where are you getting fat? Are you are you saying that I ain't the next thing us? It's a fight start. I think you just need to hit the gym. Yeah. But if I talk to you like that, it, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. So I think a lot of women are delusional with themselves. In the way that they speak and receive criticism, as we talked okay. about earlier, okay. they, they can't handle that honest. Like, look, this is what it is. 
because it goes back to what I said. This is not the solution, but it goes back to what I said earlier about being introspective. It, 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 a lot of people are not going to be able to look at themselves internally and say, this is the work I need to do. Correct. Because it requires you to make some kind of change, and change is not easy to do. For sure. It's just not. So, you know, that's kind of what it is. So for me to say, okay, I need to lose some weight, I've got to process that. Because people are giving you messages, whether you like it or not, right? And you yeah. may not. You might be like, oh, that person's just whatever. But you're getting messages. When you go out in the world, society's giving you messages. People are saying things. People are looking at you a certain way. So you have the data. But then you have to make that, you have to make a decision to change. And that's not the easiest thing to do, whether you're a man or a woman. It's just not. It's not. I know food is hard for me. I, I, there you go. I do try to. Not apply the law. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is. So no, I um. You no. you be in your chicken box. I know. Look, it's 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 hard. Hey, here's the thing. I tell people this. Not I'm a shade, but he was like, I got in my chicken box. I was like, he's on a mission to get some chicken. I I am majority pescatarian. Okay. You know, Chicken's but I believe in my diet. Like polygamy. You know, I'm majority this, but just every now and again, I need okay. a chicken box. But, you know, no, but that's um that is uh, what they call like not weight loss strategies, but that's kind of balance. Like yeah. you don't just oh I'm never gonna eat chicken again or I mean if you you know if you're not vegan or whatever, but um you should have things that you look forward to. You should have things that you indulge in. It's just you don't eat chicken, you know, fried chicken or whatever every single day. Like you know, I, 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 I I can't I can never give up seafood to become vegan. Okay. But I can eat majority vegan though. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like Land of Kush, oh I love that spot. But I can never fully give up certain things. Right. I so I so I look yeah. at it like holidays or cheap things if I'm in. So, so you have a well that's that's just balance. Yeah. That's what that is. Okay, I got it. But yeah. I, I it goes back to a lot like I said, a lot of women know they feel like they're a good woman because of certain things and it's just like, yo, but you're not feminine though. You you can have all the degrees. I know right. it's a lot of times in our community, women marry their degrees and they try to leave their degrees. And I'm a good woman because I got this degree. I make this amount of money. It's like that don't mean you're a good person. Well, that's because you forgot. Let's I'm sorry. That's no. He was an evil person. Well, I was just gonna say that's because the audience that you're trying to attract that's not important to them. Yeah. So that's how you have to look at it. Like who, you know, who's your audience? You, you just said it. No, I'm just saying like that's how you have to look at it. Like your degree is important to you, um, because you know for whatever reason. I mean, you I earned it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if 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 you're trying to attract. A long-term relationship that may not be important to that person that you're trying to track. So I think that's what you have to think about. You know, but yeah, I get it. Um, Lex Luthor, like I said, he, you know, he's Superman's villain. Supposedly, and he's like top three richest people in mm-hmm. comic books mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, and just isn't a good person. But I noticed it's a, it's a lot of women. Like I said they leave with their degrees and they want to argue and they feel like that makes them a good woman. It's you know, just because you have one aspect. You know, we talked about dating now earlier mm-hmm. and. Just because you have one aspect doesn't mean that you're a good person, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good quality. I know my bad, my top two bad qualities right now: um, judging and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, judging and forgiveness. So judging. Thank you, Grandma. Uh, um, <laughs> no, but I mean, but if you can recognize that and be yeah. open and honest about it, and you're right in the process of working on it, then that's what it is. But Calling it out is the first step, I think. Forgiveness, I know I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my activist. Judging is is hard because people say, well, 
Judge now they go they always go biblical with the judging thing. Yeah. And I'm like let's let's be practical to today's society. <laughs> we 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 judge. We, we do. We judge. We so do. let's let's be practical yeah, about yeah, it. But my thing is just like I'm really a this is the line. You know when a job says you need this amount of experience, this is the line right here. If you don't meet that line, nah, you're judged. I'm I'm good on you with, with what you're calling. But okay. a lot of you know, again, I feel like a lot can't they can't be practical with themselves. They, you know That's we, not as easy as we think it is. It's not as easy to look at yourself and be like, These are the changes I need to make. Let me start here. I I think like I used to train people, fitness train. Yeah. Um and to me things were simple like, Okay, we're gonna have our schedule, right? We're gonna work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're gonna not put junk in our refrigerator. But there was a psychological aspect too. You know, every something's a little bit deeper than cleaning out your refrigerator and making a schedule. And so when I learned that, um, that's when I learned it's for some people it's not as simple. simple. It may be simple to me, mm-hmm. but it may not be simple to that person. So I think that's and when you say delusional, I think that's something to think about. It may not be as simple as a woman saying, Oh, I gotta fix this, let me fix it. Yeah. Because all my relationships have shown me that this is not working. It may not be that that simple. Yeah, I mean, facts. I spoke to a young woman recently, and she said that because uh, we were just we were talking earlier today, um, and she says, "Well, you know, you um, <clears throat> she tries to read me based off the podcast, and I come back with, you know, I don't think you're feminine." She was like, "Well, feminine enough," and she was like, "Well, why do you think that? I don't think you saw." She gets upset, and then immediately comes back with, "I've I've heard that multiple times." that I'm like, "Well, if you're hearing that multiple times." Maybe there's some truth behind it, you know. <clears throat> you're not being soft enough for people to want to approach you or you know entertain you. But so then, what did she do next? And that's not for you to tell her what to do. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like you now you've identified, or people have told you that that's that's the data that you have, right? right. So now, what's the next step? What do you do yeah. after? You, how do you adjust? How do you adjust? Um. We we continue having a conversation okay. and all, but you know she did. That's one thing I definitely commend her on her maturity. That, oh, okay. I was that, gonna say she not the adjusting type. Uh, <laughs> Tauruses. That's all. Yeah, they, they stubborn. I like them, but they're stubborn. Yeah, that's that's your speed. Them, them, they're compatible with you, but with me, I just be like, oh. Have it like just in my head, like that, like you all do. Every other sign that's what you're supposed to be compatible with. Every other sign, every other sign, yeah, okay. So, like Aquarius, Aries, yeah, Gemini, Leo, okay, okay, uh, Libra, Sagittarius, okay, all right. Um, I gotta do some more reading on it. I don't have it, I don't have it. I can't just pull it out. Like, wow, how do you think of that? What? Yeah. Oh, you think about your past now? No, I'm just saying, you know, it's like Taurus is in May, June, July is Cancer. So yeah. Taurus, Cancer, Virgo. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I have so many thoughts on, like, when we, when we talk about a good woman, I have so many thoughts. How you said earlier, we're not taught certain things in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I've had that thought since I was 18, and I'm just like, how do you do this, how do you do that, et cetera, et cetera. Like when I would speak to people about getting married, and I'm like, well, what's the big cause of, of marriage? You know, like, because my thing is, we can cut some corners. Ain't no way a wedding needs to cost no $30,000 dollars. But, but nah, it, my thing is, when it comes, when relating that to relationships and okay. a good woman, it's just like, 
well, how do I teach her how to talk? How do I, you know, and it's not, I don't mean teach her as in like I'm that. superior, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, yo, you understand, yeah. you don't have to deal with that with me, mm-hmm. but it's hard because we know ourselves, right? but trying to teach somebody like, yo, I can see some good qualities in you, mm-hmm. but you don't see that in you. And, and you know, um, mm-hmm. example, for better or worse TV show, uh, based off the Why Did I Get Married, uh, Angela and Marcus, Okay, I haven't seen that show. So you remember you remember the movie Why Did I Get Married? Yes, I one two. You remember Keisha? Which one was she? That was Marcus's baby mother. The one he's what that the, look like, remember I, remember Loud Angela? Yeah, yeah. And remember how he gave her an STD? You yes, know, because he slept with the baby mother. Mm-hmm. That's who she was. And the show she's in there, and she's just so loud mm-hmm. and just you know his baby mother's so rude and disrespectful. Okay. And it's just like. They started to ask her after she got to a physical altercation, why are you trying to hurt this man? They were really just now break it down, break it down, break it down, break mm-hmm. it down. And she admitted she was still in love with her baby father because okay. he was a good man. And she was like, she never experienced a good man that loved her. That's what her, mm-hmm. you know, she never experienced a good man that loved her. Mm-hmm. So the guy that she was with, he really did love her. She drove him crazy to the point where it was a physical altercation between okay. the two. Okay. But she, you know, if you never experienced that love, you never had somebody like, yo, you need to break this shit down. Like, mm-hmm. I see you a good person, but you don't see that shit. And what you want to do is you won't push me away. Men want to believe that you're a good woman. We want to believe you're a good mm-hmm. woman. I know y'all want to believe we good men too. Blah, blah, blah. Because <laughs> you know what's going on. You know, but okay. we want to believe you're a good woman. And we want to see qualities in you that are, are positive and whatnot. So we try to say, all right, she did this. I can see she's, you know, she has some positive in her. And then, because she's never been loved properly, she's still hurt by that damage, dude. She's still hurt by future. You don't realize you got a Russell Wilson in front of you. Nope. I don't know how you fix that. That if that's one to that, it's it's up to that person to fix that though. Yeah, Nobody's coming is. to save you. You like you have to do your own healing work. So I don't know how you fix that. I'm not sure. A- accountability. I mean, that's that's but what I was saying. Who holds you account? You know what I'm saying? Like who yeah. holds you accountable? I don't. I don't know how you fix those things in relationships or however, you know, date. How do you fix those kind of things? I don't know. When dating, it's difficult because a lot of people don't. I always use the analogy. Uh, men are like boats and that's, and fishes. We're used to being in the ocean swimming by ourselves, plenty of fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women, on the other hand, always have a lifeboat. They always jump from boat to boat. They never learn how to swim by themselves, learn how to be single, because they always have another guy next in line. Exactly. So they, exactly. So That's they, what makes it so hard. So they never deal with themselves. Like, men have to deal with ourselves. I I would say some men, because some men, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when they go through a breakup or whatever, and they talk to their male friends, like, oh, let's just hook you up with another girl. And That's then, like the top 1%. Yeah. But uh, hook, you up, hook you up with another girl means smash. We're gonna yeah, take you on a smash yeah, retreat. We, we okay, yeah, but we have you healed though? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, is that your healing process? Should you also be? Should you also be spending time by yourself doing whatever you need to do as a man? Yeah. We'll do that afterwards. I'm a fuck first though. Yeah. I'm a fuck first. But I gotta get yeah, a recreation on. No, I got- no, that <laughs> we, we do not. We do not agree on that point. But um, but that's what yes, we're saying. We do. Like, no, it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. You need to heal as well, and that doesn't all that does not have to include doing that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, like, I, I was, you, I want 
I want to say yes, but when you when you talk to hurt men or you try to date a hurt man, no, they don't. Oh, they don't yeah. always because being by yourself and all that. Who wants to do that? Who wants to be sitting and wallowing in your stuff by yourself, going through the healing process? So some men don't do yeah, that. That's that's the only way to you got to hurt in order to grow. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think people bring that well in our community. People bring that into the next relationship because absolutely. it becomes a what you call. But uh, absolutely. With a minute left, um, definitely want to thank the beautiful Kanidra for joining us. Thank um, you for having me, and yes. thank you for the conversation. I enjoyed it. Uh -huh. I want to do a quick plug. We have uh, Ingie's Intellects, which is a book club. Um, hit us up for that. Uh, Eating with text. Uh, we got a man, uh, Jordan, who's uh, hit him up on Instagram, even with text. He's a caterer for himself. Uh, he'll come in house. Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> and next week, so we can't film next week, but Phil and myself are going to join a therapy session, a group therapy session. Yes. And we're going to talk about it on the next episode. Um, so we would like everybody to actually come and join that session. The session will not be recorded for confidentiality reasons, but um, it's a therapy session. Uh, Five ninety nine, so six dollars. Um, which I'm allowed to join. It's about uh, this an hour or more, hour and a half. Mm -hmm. But um, we we always promote therapy between our brothers and all, and we're gonna tell everybody how it is and our experiences from it. Mm -hmm. But uh, other than that, everyone have a great rest of your night. Oh, y'all are so positive.